0: Welcome to episode 139 of the IT Career Energizer podcast. My guest on today's show is Keith Casey. Keith is currently a member of the platform team at Okta, working on identity and authentication APIs. Previously, he was an early developer evangelist at Twilio, and before that, he worked on the ultimate geek question at the Library of Congress. Keith's underlying goal is to get good technology into the hands of good people do great things. So Keith, can I ask you to expand on that brief intro and tell us a little bit more about yourself?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Actually, I'll talk about the Library of Congress specifically. Um, Everyone asks the question of how much data is in the Library of Congress. So my first job after college was to join their digitization team. Uh, This was mid 2001 or so. And to help them digitize and archive everything that goes in to the Library of Congress. And the, the most fascinating thing to me was think of uh actually one of my favorite albums there was the beatles uh sergeant pepper's lonely hearts club and so when you think of what it takes to actually archive that information we would do a high quality audio recording then we would scan all the album art scan the album itself and get a complete picture of everything that you could possibly want to know about it so the correct answer to how much data is in Library Congress is massive. Nobody <laughs> knows an exact answer. Yeah, probably impossible
0: to quantify, I would have thought.
1: Yeah, it's a bunch of wild guesses. It's pretty It's fascinating, though.
0: Yeah, and of course, ever-growing as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's funny because we, we estimated at the time if the librarians digitized about 200 terabytes a day, they could keep pace with the creation of new stuff. This was mid-2001. That was before blogging was a thing, before iTunes was a thing, before podcasting was really a thing. So seeing where it's come since then is fascinating. Yes.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um, So, Keith, can you share a career tip with the IT Career Energizer audience, one people may not know and perhaps should?
1: My number one tip is uh, treat your career as an investment. When you think of investing in the market or for retirement or whatever the case may be, you, you sort of think about long-range bets and short-range bets of, I think this company is going to be around for the next 30 years, and I think they're going to do great stuff versus I think this company is going to do great this quarter. We need to think of the the tools and the skills we learn in the exact same way. So when we're saying, I want to learn this tool because it'll help in my job today, that's great. Absolutely do that. But then also look ahead and say, hey, look, I think this skill or this tool is going to be useful for the next five to 10 years. I should also learn about that.
0: Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, I think um, there can be too much short-termism in terms of what people look at. So the good example of that is the way people learn programming languages, they may not necessarily make sure they have the underlying principles in place first and focus on those before they actually start thinking about the individual languages they want to learn. So, yep, I think you're right.
1: I've seen that a lot with uh, programming language frameworks. You learn all the details of the frameworks and how to handle this particular instance of this particular thing without learning the underlying principles. And that's super risky. Yes, exactly.
0: Exactly. Okay, uh, Keith, can you maybe tell us the story of your worst IT career moment and what you learned from that experience?
1: <laughs> uh, unfortunately, yes, I can tell you that. About uh, 15 years ago or so, I was working on a what was an early early mobile app uh, working with the Associated Press, uh, you know, the news distribution network that goes worldwide and everything. We had a system that was pulling down news updates and was pulling down roughly 8,000 updates an hour for news stories all over the place. That doesn't seem like a big deal until you are working on production and you go to delete from articles where ID equals and you put a tilde instead of a number. And in MySQL, that evaluated to true. So we drop, not we, I dropped the article database of the Associated Press mobile app. Oh. Yeah, that was that was an oh moment. That Indeed, was, yes. Oh, oh was only part of what I said in that statement. Uh, <laughs> the Luckily, we had a database backup. Unfortunately, it was from eight hours earlier. Uh, and like I said, 8,000 updates or so an hour. So we restored the database from eight hours ago. And as you know, news happens continuously. So we were about 64,000 updates behind on what was actually going on. It was a not a good day.
0: Yeah, was that recoverable in any way?
1: Uh, other than having the old the the snapshot from a few hours ago, no, not really. Uh, but one one of the things I learned from that is don't work on production. Like, have a sample local database, play with that, break that, and be very clear and cognizant of what you're connected to. Don't do stuff on production. Yep,
0: absolutely. Okay, so uh, moving away from your worst moment, can you perhaps tell us about your career highlight or greatest success so far?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that, that's, a, that's a way more fun one. Uh, let, like you mentioned in my intro, I was an early developer evangelist at Twilio, the, the voice and SMS API company. I was an employee number 25 or so. Uh, and one of the things we did as a developer evangelist was we had to get out and show that our stuff worked we would drill every quarter on doing a five-minute demo where we would walk on stage with a laptop, plug it in, and open up Vim, empty an empty Vim file. And then we would say, everyone, pull out your phones. And then we would build an application while talking to the audience. And it was a real simple application. It was basically a hello world kind of thing. But then we would plug it in so that people could use their phones to text us right then and there. We would show the text messages on the projector screen and then be able to respond back to them. And being able to do that in a five minute window over and over and over again was amazing. And we, like I said, we drilled on that every quarter as a team. And then I was doing that, that exact demo two or three times a week, every week for about two and a half years. And just, just the watching people's eyes light up as they go, whoa, that worked. Yep. It was amazing.
0: So yeah, the, the instant sort of feedback from that must be fantastic.
1: Well, yeah, because so much of what we do in, in IT or software development as a whole, you you hit refresh on the web page, you, you save this file, you edit this file, whatever. It never touches the real world. But watching somebody being able to send a text message, show data on the screen and get a response back, that was awesome.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Keith, can you tell us what excites you about the future of the IT industry and careers in IT?
1: My favorite part is that IT and technology as a whole is pervasive. It's basically in every field in every way at this point. So regardless of what you're interested in, in addition to IT, you can get into it. So if you're if you're interested in farming, you know there's there's self driving tractors, there's drones that are analyzing crop data, there's there's measurements IoT devices in the field to figure out you know what the the soil moisture is. Regardless of what you're interested in, there's an IT technology angle to it. And I think that's awesome. It means you don't have to just be behind a screen twenty-four-seven figuring out how to build things. You can actually go out and touch the real world and see how your changes and what you're doing actually applies.
0: Yep. Very true. So we're gonna go into the reveal round now. We're gonna find out a little bit more about you and the way you think. Are you ready for this?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So what first attracted
0: you to a career in IT?
1: Uh, frankly, it paid the bills. Uh, I was a, I was a theater geek, but I had a a deep technical understanding. Uh, I knew I couldn't be a theater geek all my life, but I, I I knew math. I knew science. I loved it. Being able to to jump in with both feet and at the time, even apply some of the technology to the theater was awesome. I, I loved it.
0: Did you actually sort of use the technology within the theater world in particular? Can you give an example of how that was used?
1: Yeah, absolutely. We used uh, microphone arrays along the front edge of the stage. And we were able to use um, actually some basic trigonometry along with signal processing to figure out where an actor was on stage and then point a spotlight at them. Right. So we had automatic follow spots. Yeah.
0: Oh, fantastic. Okay.
1: Yeah, it was really cool stuff.
0: Yeah. So Keith, what is the best career advice you've ever received?
1: I don't know if it's the best, but I think the single most important is help good people around you you'll cross paths with, with fantastic people. Help them. Do, help them without any, any expectation of any return ever. Just help them because they're great and you work together. The relationships and the, the business and personal relationships I've gained from that have made my life tangibly better and uh, led to some, some deep, meaningful relationships.
0: If you were to begin your IT career again right now, what would you do?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Uh I would probably go deeper into uh into the security, especially with the like the IoT realm. I think we're right on the cusp of that. And I think in IoT they say the S stands for security. And that has been such a an afterthought in so many areas. So so getting deep into that earlier from the beginning, I think would would have been fascinating.
0: And what career objectives are you currently focusing on?
1: I'd say going back to the building up people around me. So I I work with a local, uh, it's a national program called Techstars. It's a startup accelerator, and they have a local Austin chapter. And I work with them pretty closely um, to just help good people, help good people solving good problems. Um, No expectation of any return, but just being able to help them be successful is awesome. So what
0: sort of projects are involved in that? What do you get it? What do you find are... Of things you you can provide support and input into.
1: So uh, my my personal bent is I love working with people in fields or industries that haven't had a lot of technology involved yet, and my focus tends to be uh, like product market fit, where they're looking for deep to, to get deep understanding of the customer of what they're trying to do and the problems they face, and especially a, a more technical product just because of my background. And it, what's funny is that. Within the program, I'm kind of known as the Simon Cowell of the team, where <laughs> I, I I don't say dreadful very often, but um, I reserve judgment and I'm I'm very I have very high standards for the people I work with, but when I give a compliment, it's because they've done a fantastic job. And I really love that.
0: And what's the number one non technical skill that has helped you in your career so far?
1: I'd go back to that theater geek angle. Being able to get on stage or just get up in front of people and being able to explain a concept from beginning to end and not have that fear of people are looking at me. Uh, I don't want that. Just being able to do that is incredibly powerful. And if you can stand up in front of a group and describe your idea clearly, you will win 80% of conversations just because most other people can't do that.
0: Yeah. Do you find that's a skill that has evolved and developed um, over time?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, a few years ago, I wanted to understand. I want to get better at that skill. Uh, So I studied the the old school comics, the stand up comics. So think of Richard Pryor and um, and Eddie Murphy and Steve Martin and Dave Chappelle and uh, Jerry Seinfeld and all these guys who had a fantastic or still have a fantastic perspective on what is comedy. How do you how do you do the same thing over and over and over again? and still maintain some control, and tell a coherent story. And that, I think, is, uh, of my non-technical skills, I think that's probably one of the most important things I've ever done. Keith,
0: can you share a parting piece of career advice with the IT Career Energizer audience?
1: I would say experiment. Go out and learn things, not because there's an immediate need for it, not because there's a pressing desire for it. Just go out and learn things. You'll never be hurt by knowing more. I, there's somebody that I admire and they said, you know, raw, raw intellect is, is a gun. Then there's the wisdom on where to point it, but you still need the ammo on what to load it with. And you know what? A lot of people, we, we can't improve how smart we are inherently. You know, some of us, we only gain wisdom through failure and through having those awful experiences. But if we can learn through other people's experience by reading, by listening, by, by whatever. I think that's the most valuable by far, and we can make our own mistakes instead of duplicating somebody else's.
0: Exactly, definitely right. And finally, what's the best way we can find out more about you and connect with you?
1: I'm Casey Software. That's C-A-S-E-Y Software, um, and I'm that basically everywhere. Whether it's uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, CaseySoftware.com is my website, uh, and I'm a pretty easy guy to find.
0: Great, Keith. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's been great chatting with you.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me on.
0: As always, my thanks go to my guest on today's show. You'll find a show notes page for today's episode on the IT Career Energizer website, which will be slash e and then the number of today's episode. I also want to thank you for your continued support. It's always great to hear from listeners particularly when they have suggestions about potential guests or ways to improve the show. And this was one of the reasons for creating the new IT Career Energizer Community Facebook group. I'm really excited about taking the podcast forward and I hope that you'll continue to support and listen to the show as it continues to change and evolve. Thanks for listening and remember, if you're not growing your career, you're slowing your career. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.